It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We welcome you to the final episode of the week of the Locked On. Washington football team podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm your host, Chris Russell. The episode out a little bit late because we were waiting and waiting and waiting on a final injury report from the Los Angeles Rams. Unfortunately, unless we get it by the time we're done recording, we are not going to have that, but we do have some big updates for the Washington football team. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. See all the action from every game with full game replays. You can also replay an entire game and catch all of the plays in just 45 minutes. With condensed games, go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. All right, coming up on today's episode, Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Washington football team, kind of further explaining uh, some to do with Dwayne, some to do with Kyle Allen, some to do with his football team. I asked him a question about Sean McVay and the L.A. Rams. You'll hear that. Also, we're going to hear from Jonathan Allen, and then we'll see what other time we have to get you more uh, from the Washington football organization. So with that being said, let's give you the news right off the front. Uh, As we know it, as of about 5 o'clock Eastern time on Friday afternoon, and that is that Chase Young, was a full go in practice on Friday, which is great news, which we've been kind of trending towards that. Didn't know if he was going to be full go on Friday as opposed to limited or if he was even going to practice at all, meaning he would have had a setback. Obviously, he did not have a setback from Thursday to Friday when he went Wednesday no practice, but again doing a bunch to Thursday limited to Friday full go. He is officially listed as questionable. However, If he does not have a setback and if he does not have any issue in pregame warmups, like early pregame warmups, which I don't expect, I think Chase Young is going to be in the lineup on Friday, on Sunday against Jared Goff and the Los Angeles Rams. I'd be surprised if he's not. I can't say shocked. I'd be surprised if he's not with the way this is trending. You can often tell just by the timeline. Again, if a guy's limited, 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 well, then you don't feel as good, right? But if a guy is no, limited, full, provided that he doesn't have a setback, which we cannot control, then you feel pretty good about that. Now, Terry McLaurin also is not only a full go, but he is basically not even given a designation. He's good. So Terry McLaurin will be there for the Washington football team. couple of guys that won't be. Marcus Ball, their second, third, kind of depending on how you view it, tight end. Um, 
he had a death in the family. So obviously we wish him and his family uh, the best. He missed practice all this week. He's been ruled out uh, for the football game. And, and obviously that's you know a, a, t- a tough situation, uh, to say the least, to go through something like that. Don't know... Um, you know exactly uh, who it was, or, or or whatever the situation might be, but obviously very serious uh, of some sort. Uh, he did, you know, again did not practice. He's officially ruled out. At least Ron Rivera ruled him out. Meanwhile, Dontrell Inman should be good to go. Wes Schweitzer, who did not practice on Wednesday and Thursday, was also a full practice on Friday. Again, I'd be surprised if he doesn't go. Uh, and that's important because, of course, Brandon Sheriff, this is the final game of his IR stint. Now, it doesn't mean he'll absolutely be available next Sunday against the New York Giants, but he's eligible to be available is how that will work. Greg Strollman was ruled out. He didn't practice all week, hurt his foot on that punt return early last Sunday. Steven Sims Jr., he's been out last week, all of practice, all of practice this week, now put on IR. Kind of sucks because, you know, they had an opportunity to put him on IR, I guess, last week, but maybe they thought he was making some progress and he had a setback, or maybe it just didn't heal as quickly as they were hoping. Don't know. We're going to have to try and dig deep on that, but now he's got to miss the next three games. Uh, So, like, as Sheriff comes back off of the IR list this week, or after this week, I should say, Sims has got to miss this week. He already missed last week. He's got to miss this week against the Rams, next week against the Giants, and the week after that against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, So that, oh, and one other big uh, news, Cole Holcomb was full go. Uh, He's questionable. Uh, Don't know if he's going to be in the lineup or not. Maybe they give him an extra week. I'm not sure. Chase Roulier was added to the injury list. He's questionable dealing with a knee. Um, you know, here's the bottom line. Chase Roulier is, is, is a fairly good player. Uh, he's not my favorite. Um, I saw him get absolutely just annihilated in Cleveland early on the first drive of that game, which really kind of derailed a good first drive uh, against the run. He had a critical, critical false start at the 10-yard line last week on the series that everyone's talking about that nobody remembers the really important stuff, i.e. the Haskins 18-yard sack and the Roulier false start. Again, mistakes happen, penalties happen. We got it. Nobody's perfect. I'm not. You're not. Not saying that he's expected to be perfect, but when you combine the fact that you know their pass, their pass protection has been a little spotty, some of that's on Dwayne, certainly. A lot of that's on Dwayne. Um you kind of wonder how married this staff is to a guy like um, Chase Roulier. I I mean, he makes all the calls and he's got the most experience and you certainly don't want necessarily to go with uh, Keith Ismael, the rookie. But you also could, if you wanted to, go with, Josh Garnett, who they officially activated or put back on the 53-man roster. Schweitzer is also a center. Now, he's a much, 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 much better guard. So I don't know if you want to mess with that, especially being that he's injured. But they do have possible options if Roulier A is not even close to ready to go. Or if they just feel like they need to give him a week. 
So it's going to be interesting to see how the interior of that line works out between now and Sunday at game time or at 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. So that's the elongated injury report for the Washington football team uh, for the Los Angeles Rams. All we have is through Thursday, again, as we record this. And Micah Kaiser, one of their inside linebackers, we talked about him with Sosa of the Locked on Rams podcast on Crossover Thursday. Uh, that's a big issue. We don't know, uh, again, his status, but he is certainly questionable at the very minimum. I saw Sean McVay say that Cam Akers would be fine, the second-round running back uh, out of FSU. Uh, we think Jordan Voller will be okay, one of their starting safeties. Uh, Kenny Young, another one of their inside linebackers. Uh, he's been limited or not practicing all week, so he is certainly questionable. And Aaron Donald will be fine. He was on the injury list, but it was not injury related. He did not practice Wednesday. I assume that was just a day of rest. He was full go on Thursday and barring some sort of setback, which would be a great, you know, a gift from the gods. The problem is, is Aaron Donald's is, is just going to, you know, I mean, he's just going to eat people for, for lunch and spit them out for dinner. Now, the one thing that I will point out, and this is why I like kind of the timing of this move. And I asked, I asked uh, the new starting quarterback uh, for the Washington football team about this earlier in the week, Kyle Allen, about his mobility. That's the one thing I saw consistently in training camp. He was inaccurate. He was high. Um, He didn't really move the offense, quite honestly, a lot in the 10 or so practices that we got to see. Now, a long time ago. So maybe he's been a lot better since then. But he's obviously not been taking first-team reps until now. So how much better? How can you judge? Tough thing to do. Hopefully he's a lot better than what I saw. But the one thing I consistently saw is his ability to escape and move around. And while you can't block and shut down Aaron Donald, one thing you can do is try and run away from him or make him run for a long time. And I think Colt Colt McCoy, I think – Um, Kyle Allen gives Washington a much, 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 much better chance of that against this front and specifically Aaron Donald than Dwayne Haskins did. A much better chance. I think that's an underrated, super-duper underrated storyline. If Washington is to have any chance of winning this game, it's going to have to come with the feet of Kyle Allen to flush and roll and potentially throw and make plays on the run. I think that's a huge, huge key. All right, so that's our opening segment. We went longer than we expected. Ron Rivera next right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Good to have you with us right here on LOWFT. I'm Chris Russell. Guys, it's Chris Russell here for Visa. That's right. Our friends at Visa want you to help support your local businesses. We tell you about them all the time, and we mean it. Your corner stores, your coffee spots, your favorite shops, your local businesses, your local mom-and-pop restaurants, your uh, hardware stores, whatever it might be, they've always been on your team, supporting you and your community. They remember your order. They call you by name. They give back. They contribute to local sports teams. They make a difference. And they go the extra mile. Right now, they need you more than you need them and more than ever. 
Local businesses need our support. Let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, help your team score and choose to stop at a local business. And while you're there, look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be. Official partner of the National Football League. And we continue along with word from our friends at Pepsi. That's right. I've been killing bottles of Diet Pepsi all week. Way too much, probably. Not enough for the people at Pepsi. But way too much, probably, for my own good. Because, you know, it causes... um, some disruption in my workday, let's just call it that. But it keeps me going. An ice cold diet Pepsi is just the thing that makes me so, so happy. And it keeps me out of the refrigerator too. This football season will be different because Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, guys. No matter how you watch the season, this Sunday, Washington, Los Angeles, at a bar, at a restaurant, outside in your backyard, on your couch, whatever it might be. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who watch the game or who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. All right, I'm Chris Russell, Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Here's head coach Ron Rivera. To um, Dwayne, just what would you like to see for him over these next few weeks now that he's in a backup role? How would you like him to go about kind of learn? How how can he still grow in a backup role? Well, I think a big part of it is is just watching and studying. I mean, like today, um, you got a fortune guys to get to see it, but he was back there behind the quarterback, you know, watching the reps, looking downfield. So, you know, just being just being involved, staying connected, which is important. Uh, again, you know, by no means have I given up on. I just told you guys the only reason I'm doing what I'm doing is because of the circumstances and situation we're in right now. Thanks. Hey, Ron. Um, uh, without getting into any game plan stuff, what are some of the things you would you hope to see more from the offense this week with uh, Kyle Allen in there? Well, again, I just want to see us play consistent, go out and move the ball and put some points on the board. Okay. And uh, Mar- Marcus Ball has been – he's now been ruled out. He's out all week, but it was no injuries or anything you can kind of update us on with him? It, it, it's, it's, a, it's an unfortunate family. Um, it, was, it was a death in the family. Thank you. Hey, Ron. Um, when you look at Sean McVay as a play caller, um, what do you admire about what you see in him? Um, you know, as such a young guy, obviously, in this business from a defensive perspective uh, like you have, uh, but, but just what do you admire about what he does? Well, his creativity. I mean, again, he, he's, you know, he grew up in the game. You know, his, his whole history is about the game. So he's a guy that grew up studying the game, understands the game, but you know, he, he's got a creative side to him that uh, I, I think is, 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 is one of those things that helps to, um, to set up what he wants to do. I mean, he, he's, he's really sharp. He's intuitive. Um, he studies. He understands. He gets it. Hey, Ron. In uh, this four-game stretch that you've got coming up, you know, that, that you kind of think that maybe there can be a chance to, to win a division here or at least take a stand in a division, is any of the focus on that – 
because there's a potential with COVID down the line that could shorten a season or something like that, that this could be an, an opportunity to kind of grab something here in a season that might only be 10 games or something like that. Well, um, you know, I, I think the one thing that you always hope is that the, the, the divisional games are important. And that's probably the biggest thing as we go forward is, you know, we, we've got three divisional games come coming up. We've already played one, um, you know, we're, we're one and oh in the division. So, you know, and, and, and a wise old coach always used to say, if you, you want to win the division, if you, if you want to win the division, you got to win within the division. Is, will there be any more urgency placed in these next few days than there's been in the past, or is it the same, or how does that work? I mean, To me, it's the same. I mean, again, you know, uh, what I've been trying to tell the guys is that, you know, we're, we're playing a series of, of one game at a time, and uh, so we're focusing in on the Rams, and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, things will go the way we need them to go. Yeah, thanks. Hi, Ron. Clearly, any player on your team, uh, bless you if that was a sneeze, I'm not sure. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Uh, any player in the NFL has a certain amount of work ethic, of course, to make it, but when it comes to an undrafted guy like Kyle Allen, do you notice that uh, work ethic even being heavier or more present than guys who maybe are drafted or, or come in with a high free agent deal, things like that? No, I, I think a guy like, like Kyle is who he is, and, and he's going to possess you know, what he believes he needs to do. Um, he's, he's a solid, sharp young man. Hey, Ron, could you uh, help us understand the context of, of, you know, kind of what Isaiah Wright's been able to do in terms of being an undrafted free agent to come in in a year like this and, and step into the role that he is in right now? Well, um, really, again, if you, if you think about how difficult it is not having a, the, the normal offseason to begin with, uh, not having a normal preseason um, and, and to catch people's eye, that, that's pretty impressive. And, and kind of what do you think are, are reasonable expectations for, for a guy like that, uh, you know, for the rest of the year? Well, I think, you know, the reasonable expectations for a guy like that is, would be to make your practice squad and, you know, and, and hang on um, in a normal set of circumstances. Um, but a young man like that, you know, is to, is to continue to play and grow and get better and better and, and, and continue to develop within the scheme of things that, that you do. Um, I, I think he has a chance. From what I've seen, uh, I like his headiness. I, I like how tough a tackle he is. Um, you know, he's, he's a he's a good route runner. Um, that's only going to get better. So hopefully, he'll continue to grow. Thank you. Hey, Ron. Obviously, you can make a move at quarterback because they affect every snap. But are there other areas <clears throat> on your team where you say if this play doesn't get better, we're going to have to do something here? And and maybe is there, are there other moves you can make? Oh yeah, they most certainly are. I mean, everything starts from you know up front with the offensive line to to the skilled positions. I mean, same thing on the defensive side. Everything starts with the defensive line all the way up to the uh, back seven. So, you know, yeah, you can most certainly make moves. And 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 again, I, I understand. You know, we're a young football team. We're playing a lot of young, inexperienced guys, and it's tough. And 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 the marquee position obviously is quarterback, and and everybody's looking at it. And then with, uh, with Antonio Gandy Golden. What has his progression been like? And you talk about losing that preseason. Imagine he's one of those guys who could have benefited greatly from that. Plus, what's his progression been like recently? You're absolutely right. He, he would have most certainly benefited from, from, from the, uh, the off-seasons, the OTAs, the mini camps, and, 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 a, and a regular training camp. Um, you can see it now. He's starting to progress. You see him getting more and more confident. The more and more he knows, the, 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 the more confident he's practicing. 
Um, and, and the more exposure he gets to what we're doing, I think the, the more comfortable he'll be, he'll be when he gets out on the field. <clears throat> with, uh, with, with the rain on the forecast for the weekend, anything special you do to, to get the guys ready for that? Well, um, you, you, you'd, you'd like to be able to have some practices in the rain. Unfortunately, we don't. Uh, we did practice a lot in the bad weather early on, so hopefully uh, you know, we'll be ready. Appreciate it. Hey, Ron, just in terms of Kyle's first performance, how I guess how hard is it to evaluate a guy when you have your top three receiving options banged up, either not participating or limited? West Schweitzer was out for those two practices. How hard is it to evaluate a guy when he's going up under those set of circumstances, bad weather and all? Well, it's difficult. I mean, it, it's almost unfair, but, you know, at the same time, that's what we're, you know, that, that's what we'll be graded on. We'll be graded on, obviously, the, the weather conditions. We'll be graded on who's out on the field and, you know, we'll have to, we'll, you know, we'll have to see how he does and how he handles it and, and, and whether he makes the best of it. And then secondarily, I mean, obviously you said that you were acknowledging and respecting the fact that players are coming to you and venting their frustration about the fact that they're out there playing in positions to win. And obviously there was a conversation about the timeouts and what that may signal. What do you think it says about you that your guys can come to you and they do feel like, you know, they can voice that to you and there can be some response and you'll do something like this. Well, I think the, the biggest thing we're trying to do here, obviously, is, is, is develop the, the, the player-coach relationship, um, develop the trust, and, and hopefully we as a football team can, can, can all come together and develop, I mean, and grow. And, and that's the biggest thing. This, this is a hard, tough time right now because, you know, obviously the, it's been hard for the last few years, and, and, and we're trying to change things and get things going in the right direction. And, and that's, you know, I think one of the things that we need to do is develop the trust and, and, and again, as we go forward, you know, you, you, you have to have some sort of dialogue and be able to have a dialogue with your players and coaches. And, and, and I think that's real important. Thank you, Ron. Olivia. Hey, Ron, Olivia Garvey, ABC seven. I want to know how, um, how has the adjustment been for the offensive line now with Kyle Allen in, in the quarterback spot? Has it been a big adjustment? How has it been for the O-line this, these last couple of days? I think it's been pretty good. You know, um, one of the things that, you know, that, that, again, as I said, Kyle will bring to the tables a little more experience within the offense. And so there's a few things that, you know, that, that, that Dwayne was still learning to do that Kyle knows in terms of communicating with the offensive line. So that'll help. And, and, and again, it's, it's, it's something that as we go through this and we progress, you know, um, Dwayne will learn. He'll see how these things are, are done. Nikki. Uh, Ron, with the more stringent COVID protocols for bringing in possible free agents or, um, you know, trying to add to your roster, does that force you guys to change anything? I mean, in what ways has it made it possibly tougher um, to kind of manage the roster during the season? Yes, it will. Um, once these things become more – once these things become into play um, as they are now – uh, it will. You're going to have to manage your roster much better. You, you're, you're not going to be able to bring guys in and out as freely um, in terms of workouts. You've, you've got to truly pay attention to those things. All right. Once again, that's head coach Ron Rivera. Thanks to WashingtonFootball.com for making that available for us. When we return, we'll hear a little bit from John Allen as we finish up this episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Thanks for being with us.
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, I'm Chris Russell. Let's hear quickly a little bit from Jonathan Allen, who met with the media earlier this week. One of the leaders of the defense, certainly defense that needs to play a lot better than it has the last three games, and certainly a locker room that could seemingly be splintering, but maybe regalvanizes itself behind a better option at quarterback. It's the NFL. As much as it sucks and as much you, as much as you don't want things like this to happen, it's, it's, it's it's up to coach and it's my job to go out there and trust whatever he does. And it's really none of my concern. My concern is helping this defense play successful, helping stop the run and rush after the quarterback. So I just got to focus on what I have to do and try to do my job that much better. John, you know, no matter who's playing quarterback for Ron to come out and, and kind of say that he's making this move because he wants to win to, to kind of hear that that is the goal. Uh, I guess what, what did that mean to you uh, just, you know, as a player? Honestly, I would expect nothing less. Uh, if your if your goal isn't to win, and obviously I understand you have plans, and there's more, there's a lot of things that go on in the NFL. But for me, it's all about winning. And from a player's point of view, that's all I care about. I don't care who does it. I just want to win, and I want to win now. And for a coach to come out and say that, I guess like did did that, uh, you know, I guess change your your tenor or, or tone, I guess, of locker room. Uh, I want to I want to say so. I mean, Coach Vera has been very upfront about what he expects, what he demands and what's his goals and expectations for us as a team and individually. So, no, I want to say so. Thank you. Hey, Jonathan, it's John Kime, ESPN. <laughs> this move also left Alex Smith one more one snap away from being in the game. What's it been like to watch him progress throughout and be back in this position? Man, Alex Smith is a pro's pro. Honestly, I have a lot of high expectations for the people on this team and organization. And Alex is a prime example of guys with high expectations, not only from the team, but of himself. And I'll be more surprised if he didn't come back from the injury he came from, just knowing the kind of player he is, the kind of personality he has, and the kind of work ethic he has. So I'm not surprised at all. I think he's, I mean, if he needed to play, he could definitely do it. And he could do it at a high level. And I have all the faith in him. Hey, Jonathan. Um, Do you ever wonder, do you you think, I'm sorry, sorry, Matt, can I ask one more follow-up on that? Go ahead. As a defensive player, when a guy comes off that kind of injury, is there ever any inclination like, man, do you really want to hit him knowing what he's gone through and seeing that documentary? Does that, would that ever cross a defensive player? Uh, Maybe when you're not on the field and as crazy, as messed up as it might sound, if you're on the field, you have to be responsible to defend yourself. Um, if he's not healthy enough to take a a, an, a hit, a legal hit, then he shouldn't be playing. And I think he's more than healthy enough to take a hit. So, I mean, as much as you want to – I mean, there's no nice way to do what we do. It's a dangerous game. There's no safe way to play it. You know what I mean? And it, like I said, if I'm not able to defend myself, I should not expect the other opponent to take it easy on I me mean, because I can't defend myself. I know the risk. I know the reward. I know the dangers associated with playing football and playing in the NFL. So – it's one of the things you have to ask yourself, are you willing to risk? Hey, Jonathan, uh, Ron had mentioned kind of one of the reasons he made the changes. He started to notice guys uh, frustrated on the sideline just with losing and that sort of stuff. It, you know, you've been here for a few seasons now and noticed 
when guys get down, did you start that? Was that starting to happen again? Or how did you kind of notice, was there maybe a difference in, all right, you're losing, but did the dip, did the losing feel different at all? I don't know uh, if that makes sense. I felt like a lot of the losses we had came from things we done. And I know a lot of teams say that, but when I look at the losses we had, and I'm not even talking about doing, I'm talking about defensively, you know, we could talk about all the turnovers we had. We could talk about all this stuff, but at the end of the day, as a defense, if those turnovers don't lead to touchdowns and they lead to field goals, we have a great chance to win in Cleveland. If we, do what we have to do against Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, we have a great chance to win it. So I really don't put nothing on Dwayne, except at the end of the day, we're the one who's giving up the points. So I, I really I really don't give a damn what the offense does. You know what I mean? Like, as a defense, I have the expectation that we need to go out there and do our job at a high level. So, I mean, if guys are feeling that way, I feel like guys need to take a look at themselves and look at what they're doing because I don't think in the NFL you can put a win or a loss on one player or one play. Jonathan, with the defense you guys have and the pieces that you have on offense, even with a new quarterback, how far do you think this team can go? What is the realistic realistic expectation in your mind? One thing I always tell people is in the NFL, the difference between winning and losing is so marginal. You know, even the worst team in the NFL is filled with elite players top to bottom. It's just about the ability to play a consistent game and win. You know, I feel like the difference between the good, the average, and the great is consistency. Any player can play a great game, but can you consistently play at a high level? That's what makes teams great. You know what I mean? So I, I think the sky's the limit. When we play good football, the defense could shut down any defense or offense. When we play bad football, we're not a good defense. So it really just depends on how consistently we are. Jonathan, what's the what's the hardest part about those quick change situations? When you get a stop, you sit down, and then all of a sudden there's a turnover and you have to hop off the bench. What's what's the most difficult thing for you guys to do in those spots? You know, I don't know. I look at it as an opportunity. Whenever a team, whenever as a team we turn the ball over, I look at it as an opportunity for us to go out there and show what we can do. And I genuinely believe that. I get excited. It's a quick turnaround. We get to go on the field and we get a chance to make a game-changing play. So, I don't know. I feel like it's all about mindset. All right, so once again, that is Jonathan Allen. I'm Chris Russell. Have a great weekend. Don't forget to listen to all of our episodes this weekend as you get ready for Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock Eastern. I'll be at FedEx Field uh, for the Los Angeles Rams, and the Washington football team will have another episode late Sunday night, early Monday morning. Thanks for being with us all week. Don't forget to check out our Google News Initiative one- and five-minute daily reports on all things Washington football team. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.